when someone becomes an organ donor, it's usually because they have uh, had an injury that's led to them being what we call brain brain dead. There's different ways to be dead. If your heart stops, um, that's one way. But the other is uh, with a with a head injury or a stroke or some kind of event that has led to to a temporary condition which we refer to as brain death. Mm-hmm. And those are the people that can be organ donors because the organs are still, at least for a while, still alive, and um, and we can take those. So it's a it's really a gift of life that someone can decide in advance, uh, register uh, to be a, a donor. It's actually evolved over the years. So it used to be something that was a decision left to the family members, and that would be a difficult decision sometimes for mm. for family members who you know aren't so sophisticated nowadays. You know, we can register in advance uh, to be a donor, and then uh, the decision's made. Mm. Um, by the person who's donating, um, that's right. So the, it, it, it's a it's a gift of life, and and one that uh, has uh, can in some some cases save multiple lives: heart, a liver, two kidneys, a pancreas. Um, you know, and there's there's a lot more to it than than just the the organs as well, other tissues. So it's a it's a big uh, a big thing, something that everyone should think about and and reflect on, I suppose, before something bad happens. (laughs) Can I ask you about Tylenol and OxyContin? Do these drugs damage the liver? So um, narcotics by themselves don't. Um, uh, Tylenol, if if it's taken in in large quantities, uh, can injure the liver. Um, It's pretty avoidable. Um, Mm -hmm. If your liver's damaged, uh, it can take less Tylenol to do that, but... Mm -hmm. That's usually something that uh, leads to uh, an acute problem, a, a sudden liver failure, as opposed to more of a chronic condition. So taking, taking Tylenol in the prescribed way is something that's perfectly safe. Uh, it's a little bit different in, in children. The, the, the window of therapeutic window is a little bit uh, narrower, and it can be less safe, I suppose. But for adults, um, they don't take too much. It's fine. Before I let you go, I got one last question. Teach us a little bit about how long someone can live after a liver transplant. What really must make you feel so good when someone comes back to see you years after having someone else's liver in their body? Tell us about how long they last and tell us about some patients of yours that have really gone on to do beautiful things after their transplant. So at work, uh, the day before yesterday, I got into the elevator, and, you know, we all have masks on nowadays, but mm-hmm. the gentleman that was on the elevator said, Dr. Calhoun, I had my liver transplant 18 years ago. Oh, my I'm God. doing pretty good. Wow. <laughs> I didn't really recognize him. But, you know, one of the co- more common questions is how, how long can someone live with, with a liver transplant? And it's different for every organ. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the statistics are different. But the longest surviving a transplant recipient at any particular transplant program is someone from the very first year. Wow. So we have patients uh, that are, you know, I, I have patients that keep in touch with me. They're 25 Jeez. and plus years out. And little little babies that can get transplanted that can die of old age. It, the big issue is the recurrence of diseases yeah. um, if, they, if they happen or, you know, someone goes back to drinking. 
Um, but if you don't have those problems, then, then that organ can serve that patient for a long time. You know, Stephen Calhoun, I've been at Cedars my whole career, 32 years. It's just a building. But what makes it so special for me, what makes me so proud to work there, are the surgeons and doctors that populate, nurses that populate the building. And you are a big reason why I'm so proud to work at Cedars. <laughs> Thank you so much for making time to be with us. We know well, how busy you are. It's just great for people to get to hear you speak about a disease that people like you can fix. It's just a miracle, and you make miracles happen all the time. Thanks so much for making time to be with us. Well, my pleasure, my honor to, to talk <laughs> with you today. Thank you very much. All right, God bless you. Have a all great right. day today. That's the great Dr. Stephen Calhoun. All right, Warriors, I can feel the vibrations coming out of the lines because they're all lit up. It's almost like my phone got a little bit bigger while I'm here. I'm looking forward to talking to all of you, and don't forget, I got to tell you, where the best old-fashioned chocolate-covered donut is because it looks like cirrhosis when you compare it to a normal chocolate donut. Hell no. It's an example. It's a clapper vision for liver disease. Not that it causes liver disease. It causes happiness. And the place to get it, I'll tell you next. Coming up next on the Weekend Warriors Show here on 710 ESPN. Holy emoji, clap man. Weekend Warriors on Facebook. Holy slip disc. That's right, Robin. Hear listeners talk about their aches and pains. Holy hamstrings. Along with Doc's clapper vision. Breathe deeply. And advice to callers. On your toes, Robin. So like, follow, and enjoy. A wise decision. The Weekend Warrior Facebook page. Frankly, I can think of nothing more stimulating.